Hello, beloved audience. You may be finished after this video. If you get it, you get it. That's a terrible pun. Also, I feel like we've been here before. Have we been here before? Have we done Mortal Kombat before? I'm pretty sure. I'm sure we have. Have we? Yes, we've done a review of this already on your YouTube channel. Oh, I thought you meant a podcast. I know we've done a review. No. Yeah, so this might be a little redundant if you listen to both from the shelf and you watch my channel. But if you don't, hey, welcome. New experience. <laughs> yeah, right? So, now, just like the previous podcast we did, Anthony and I are both pretty big freaking Mortal Kombat fans. Yeah, I'd say uh, Dragon Ball and Mortal Kombat are the big the big two. Uh, they're up there for us, for sure. Um, you think it's weird that our two, two of our favorite things involve people beating the shit out of each other? That shows how disturbed we are as people are. Hmm. Now, we're going to go do a little bit of history lesson. Um, Mortal Kombat was originally an arcade game released in 1992. Coincidentally, the same year I was born, so it's like it was meant to be. Yeah. And the first three games were very successful. Or the first two. I think this came out before Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, what year did this come out? 95, which was the same year as Mortal Kombat 3. Uh, what month? I'm about to find out. Okay. But this might have been either right before or right after 3, because there might have been some promotion for 3 in this. It wouldn't shock me. So Mortal Kombat 3 came out April 1995. And then the movie came out August 18th. So this is right after Mortal Kombat 3. Okay. Oh, snap. Yeah, so the movie came out right after Mortal Kombat 3. Um, now, something about the games, if you don't know, I would be kind of shocked. Mortal Kombat is extremely violent. Yeah, so my parents tried to get it. Tried protesting it. If it wasn't, uh, we have a rating system, essentially because of games like this and Night Trap, even though I think this was... Way more violent than Night Trap. Why the hell did Night Trap cause a rating system? There's nothing to Night Trap. Mortal Kombat, though, you know, uh, Sub-Zero ripping off somebody's spine. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I just want to just clarify, like, to anyone who makes the argument video games are responsible for anything, you're an idiot. Yeah, um, if you, uh, video games do not, that's a whole other discussion, we're not getting into that. I'm just saying, um, our first video game was Mortal Kombat. You don't see us ripping people's spines. Yeah, out. the first video game my, our parents ever bought us were Mortal Kombat Trilogy and Crash Bandicoot. So, but um, going into a little bit before we talk about the movie. We actually saw the movie before we played any of the games. That doesn't surprise me. It's weird to think about. Because I, I, I didn't know it was a video game because, you know, I was an ignorant four-year-old, right? And my mom was flipping through the channels and I saw the scene with a reptile fighting Liu Kang. I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. So I watched the whole movie and, you know, being a kid, I loved it. And mom bought us the, the game. And so I was going through, I was like, that guy's not in the movie. 
Oh, this was a game first. It clicked in my brain like immediately. I don't know. Uh, I know. I just don't. I just don't remember. I was way too young. Just know they're they're caught. The coincided. Anywho, so going on about the movie. Now we've gone on about Mortal Kombat a little bit. The first movie follows the first game generally, and it does a pretty decent job following the plot of the first game. Yeah. Better than, say, Street Fighter. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing that out. I'm, I'm calling it that out. Like, what the fuck? What, Better how, than what? the new movie. What? Oh, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so, like, that one has blood. It's more faithful. This also has the correct protagonist. And the correct scenery. We'll get to that, because they, they do change something from the plot of the game. Um. Bit and they and it, the changes work. Uh, there's one that really bothers me. Okay, we'll get there. Um, so the game starts with actually a huge inaccuracy of the game. <laughs> the movie starts with a huge inaccuracy of the game. You see this like random kid get beat up by some older dude. There's there's no context to it. You just want to say who they are. Not not initially. You just see this dude getting beat up. Then, um... It's like, your brother's soul is mine. So you, you immediately think, oh, that's Shang Tsung. Okay. It's Shang Tsung obvious. should... So Shang Tsung should be an old man, but... Fine. But then his kid says, Lu. Lu Kang has a brother? I really want to know what the process was to get to this point. Did yeah, Liu Kang's brother just write a very strongly worded letter to Shang Tsung challenging into a fight? I, why does Liu Kang have a brother? I'm more concerned how the hell did Liu Kang's brother get in contact with Shang Tsung? I, I guess I, it, they sort of imply later that because Liu kind of abandoned the Order of Light that he took Liu Kang's place. But again, how did he come into contact with Shang Tsung? Again, did he write him a poorly choiced worded letter? So Liu Kang wakes up... Mr. Shang Tsung, you are a poopy head, and I don't agree with what you are doing in the tournament. I challenge you. Oh, I know what happened. Um, He's a big, stupid doo-doo head. Shan um, didn't invite uh, Shang Tsung to his birthday party. <laughs> And um, Shang Tsung was really upset about it, so he beat him up. What is it, Sleeping Beauty, where Shang Tsung got neglected of an invite? Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> well, I mean, Shang Tsung is kind of a diva in this, let's be honest. Shang Tsung is fabulous in this. It's one of the highlights of the movie. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> He's fabulous in this. We'll get to him in a second. But so Liu Kang wakes up, and he gets this like very quick brother's dead come home letter okay it's it's the most straightforward letter ever written and he's just like okay. right, sure and then we're introduced to um um you see these like dudes in suits fighting this guy with sunglasses 
We get introduced to Sonya first before Johnny Cage. We're gonna we're gonna talk about the best character in the movie first, okay? Okay, yes, the real hero of the film. Yeah, no, Johnny Cage steals the show in this movie. I don't care what anyone says. I love. No, Johnny he Cage. is the best character in. He has the best fights. <laughs> now, well, to, clar- to clarify, okay, wait, I can't say that because Liu Kang has one of the best fights in the film. To clarify, Johnny Cage is not my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Not by a long shot. But he's awesome in this movie. I love Johnny Cage because of this movie. But, like, you you see that, um... The press in the game, they do call him... They do say he's a fake martial artist in the game. That's accurate to lore. And that's a big part of Johnny Cage's character in this game. So, good job there. But then we meet uh, Master Boyd. Who the fuck is Master Boyd? You know, Master Boyd, he was, and he was, uh, well, he was in, I don't know who Master Boyd is. So point is, he gets invited to a tournament, the tournament, held once a generation. Kind of looks like Jeff Bridges. He does, doesn't he? But uh, you find out that that's uh, Shang Tsung in disguise. because uh, Shang Okay, Tsung okay, okay. Why the hell would Shang Tsung invite him? Who, Johnny Cage? Yeah. Shut up. Seriously, this is the last tournament our world needs to win. You kind of assume... Why would you... You just kind of assume Shang Tsung and uh, Shao Kahn got cocky. Because, um... This guy literally wipes out your best fighters. He doesn't know that. He doesn't think anyone can beat Goro. We'll get to well, Goro later. Physically, he can't. I, 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 anyway, so Johnny Cage is invited to the tournament. And um, before that, we are introduced to uh, the other of the main trio, Sonya Blade, who is hunting Kano. Because she works for Special Forces and Kano's a fucking douchebag. Kano! The guy, this version of Kano retroactively became, like, the canon Kano, because every version of Kano is based on this version of Kano after this movie. Yeah, even though he's not even Australian, he's doing a Cockney accent. Yeah, so, in the game, in the, in the, in the game, he was just an, he was an American dude. And this, but, he's a British guy, and I guess they thought it was Australian. Yeah, and it, that, this is just what Kano was based on for the rest of the There's series. a bit of a difference between a Cockney accent, and but right, but right there, you see, um, they immediately tell you, all right, Johnny Cage is trying to make a name for himself. Sony has got a vendetta against Kano. Luke Cage is out for good old fashioned revenge. We'll get, we'll get back to him in a second. So, you know where everyone stands immediately, which is good. Luke Cage goes back to the Order of Light to find out what happened to Chan, and um. He meets Raiden. Play for the high- Revenge is so much simpler. Yeah, he's played yeah, by he, the high- so, he sounds like he smoked a ton of Marlboro cigarettes, doesn't he? Now, Liu Kang doesn't really buy any of this. And he's like, you're not I mean, Raiden. You're just a beggar. Okay. And, uh, Liu Kang gets ease instantly like flipped by Raiden. Never, and, cross, um, never fight a Highlander. 
And he goes into the tournament initially just thinking blind revenge. So they all meet at this boat dock where um Johnny Cage runs into Art Lean. Who the fuck is Art Lean? You know Art Lean from Well he was in Well he was I don't know who Art Lean is. Who the fuck is Art Lean? Um so they all um and then he runs into Liu Kang and he's like, Hey, carry he, hey, can you carry those? Liu Kang's like, You want me to carry your luggage? Oh, oh, oh the racism. I pay money, you carry the bag. Still complicated. No, I got it. So he takes the money and then takes Johnny Cage's luggage and throws it in the river and walks away. <laughs> it's so good. Well thank God that he didn't ask him to park the car. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so Sonya's there with Jax. Jack. They name drop Jack, so it's Jax. Yes. And she sees Kano on the boat and just books it. Hey, hey, hmm. Sonya, stop it. Don't do it. Stop, don't, don't come back. Uh, do I get a promotion now if she's dead? J- Jax outranks Sonya. Does he in this in this though? Yes. Does not seem like it. I know in the games he does. They, they, you don't know enough about Jax in this game to really know anything. Or in this movie. Well, she's the one barking orders him in that club scene. Because she's, um... She's a, she's a bitch. <laughs> anyway. Um, she's also played by, um, what's her name from... Bridget Wilson? Yeah, from what's that? Billy Madison. Billy Madison. She was supposed to be played by Cameron Diaz. Really? Sean Connery was supposed to be Raiden. Wow. That would have been. Uh, for Luke Kang. Your brother's dead. You're, you're... You know, I don't want to go full into that Connery bit because Connery would probably have said something racist. Yeah. So um, they get on the boat. And they meet, you get yourself a haircut, boy. You look like a girl. They meet uh, Shang Tsung, who introduces him to... Okay. Here we go. Oh, boy. Scorpion and Sub-Zero. The two most popular characters... You want to take this one? ...in the Mortal Kombat franchise are reduced to fucking henchmen. Not speaking henchmen. Nope. Oh, Scorpion says get over here. <laughs> the best get over here ever that Ed Boon's ever done. The most popular characters with some of the deepest backstories in the whole series reduced to grunts. <laughs> My two favorite characters are reduced to henchmen who has a snake monster Coming out of his hand. Well, yeah, we have a guy that frees stuff, and then another guy who has things coming out of his hands. Oh, then Raiden just comes in and destroys them, just obliterates them. Okay. God shakes one ha- one man has a hand that looks like it's being penetrated in reverse, and the other guy has blue balls. So, um, I'm Shang- never gonna unsee Connery now as Raiden. Shang Tsung does this weird thing where he's like, it has begun, and you see this weird imagery. I guess that's supposed to be Shao Kahn. It, it's supposed to invoke Shao Kahn. I guess. 
Yeah, because they, they claim that this is all for the Emperor and Shao Kahn! Yeah, why do they keep calling him the Emperor? We it's all know him. it's Shao Kahn. We just call him Shao Kahn. Everyone knows it's Shao Kahn. Two had already come out. We all know who the big bot bad is. Yeah, like, Shanks, for those of you who don't know, Shang Tsung was never the big bad guy. It was always Shao Kahn. Like, Shang Tsung was always, like, the second rate to Shao Kahn. This is how it works. So. Anyway. So we get to the, um... We get to the island, and Johnny Cage falls off a boat because he brought way too much luggage. Up, up, and up, up. And he ends up losing it all on the staircase. Yeah, yeah he does. Oh, oh, thank God, no more stairs. To this, this day, if I have to walk a bunch of stairs at the end, I always say that. And here we're also introduced to Katana for some reason. Played by a Bond girl. Like, why is Katana here? Because we need to give Liu Kang a love interest. Because obviously Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade are, love, are interest for each other. But Katana wasn't around till MK2. So? Okay, we'll throw Katana in here, I guess. And then, we need uh, more characters! And then Shang Tsung sends Reptile to watch Katana. And oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, Reptile... That effect was never good. That's also not what Reptile was. But, okay. Well, we'll at the time. We'll get to Reptile. Well, yeah, at, at the time, he was just a green ninja. He so eventually he became that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to... That statue's actually in Mortal Kombat 11. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's in the crypt. <laughs> but they have... um. They start talking about, um, they have, like, this dinner, right? And Shang Tsung uh, goes over, you know, quick rule of the tournament, and mentions Goro. And um, Scorpion and Sub-Zero come in, and you see, like, these um, other random... No, yeah, Scorpion and Sub-Zero come in, but Scorpion plays the vanishing game. Yeah, he just disappears, which I know he can teleport in the game, but... Huh? Always bothered me. And then Sub Zero does his MK2 fatality on this poor guy. <laughs> he just explodes. See his guts and everything. Flawless victory. Is that wrong? I mean, you you say that before, whatever. And anyway, anyway. So then they that start. Poor, that poor bastard, he was hyping himself up. He was ready to go. <laughs> See? <laughs> Did anyone tell him that what was going to happen beforehand? No, he, I don't think he knew he was going to die because Sub Zero. Now, this is the older Sub Zero. I'm not going to name drop him now because his name didn't exist yet. But this is the older Sub Zero who was a lot more hardcore, and he just slaughters the poor guy. Well, yeah. <laughs> Done. So they follow Shang Tsung, Johnny Cage, Sonya, and Liu Kang. And they see Goro, and they're like, Oh. Hey, that looks like Kirstie Alley. 
I mean, his um his animatronic was not terrible for 1995. No, it's impressive. Animatronic. No, it's breaking down during filming, but it's impressive. Um, and then you see uh, they do actually accurately call him a Shokan. So they actually do get the MK lore pretty accurate in this movie. Oh, no. The, yeah, the lore is pretty good minus Scorpion Sub-Zero. Oh, we'll get there. Don't you worry. They go they go over nothing about Scorpion Sub-Zero. Deadliest of enemies but slaves to my power. Fuck you. They never worked for you. <sighs> Anyway. So they Frankie get digresses. They get jumped by all those random ninjas and beat the crap out of them, right? Yeah. To the Mortal well, Kombat They're just putties. They're just putties. It's actually a pretty cool scene because they have the Mortal Kombat theme playing as they beat the Muppets. It's actually kind of exhilarating. Yeah. That that song will bump This soundtrack you up. will bump you up. That... I'm sure you guys already heard it in the intro of this podcast, but that song hypes you up. Oh, yeah, I should probably pick up that body that's on the floor of my room. Yeah, that's probably for the best. I got too into the song. Um, Like, did you light him on fire, drip his heart out? Like, what, what? No, actually, I beat him with a backflip kick. I hate you so much. <laughs> That's a deep cut. You'll find out in another review why that stuff significantly funny. <laughs> oh, man. So Raiden's like, good job, but can you handle them? And there's just more of them. Uh, Raiden is a sarcastic asshole. I don't, yeah, I don't know if this was Lambert's choice or the directing. Because this, this is not how Raiden acts. He is nothing like Raiden. <laughs> absolutely. doesn't even look like Raiden. He's absolutely nothing like Raiden. But it works. He wears Some a hat once. This performance, it, it, goes, it is campy as shit, but it somehow goes around that moon to becoming good I, again. I just don't think anyone's ever going to beat Richard Epcar as Raiden. It's just, it's not going to happen. Josh Chan might. No, the fact that Josh Chan is rated in Mortal Kombat 1. Oh my god. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, so, Johnny, uh, Raiden goes over all of their fears. And what they need to do to uh, overcome them. I forgot what Johnny Cage and Sonya's were. But... So, wasn't Sonya's like... I want to say she needs to rely on others, but... So, uh, she focuses too much on herself and needs to ask for help from her friends. Forgot Johnny Cage. Luke Kang's was he's afraid of his own destiny. Yeah. So then we cut to the first match of the tournament where Luke Kang fights this guy who growls like a tiger. Yeah, who the hell is this guy? Who is this guy? He doesn't even have a name. No, he's just... Grr. Yeah, he says this weird roar. When Liu Kang beats him and uh, Shang Tsung kills him. Yes, yeah, steals his soul. Fake and talent. no one bats an eye at this. Yeah, people just accept it. It's like par for the freaking course. And then Sonya fights Kano. 
and breaks his neck. <laughs> In between her legs. Best death ever. Oof. Yeah. Oof. And then we have something I just don't think would happen in the actual Mortal Kombat lore, which is Scorpion fights Johnny Cage. I think this is also a reshoot. I could be wrong, but from my research, I think the Scorpion fight was and the another fight in the film were reshoots because they didn't have enough action scenes. Uh, maybe I don't know, but yeah, Johnny I know for a fact the. Uh, the fight before the last fight was a reshoot. I know that one for a fact. So Johnny Cage defeats Scorpion, which I just don't think would happen. <laughs> That's still awesome. This jo this Johnny Cage probably could. Let's be honest. Because they fight in Mortal Kombat X, and Scorpion beats him. So, But that's not movie Johnny Cage. That's Movie Johnny Cage, you give him a paperclip, some rubber band, and a bottle of water, he'll have this whole thing fit, taken care of. Or he'll uh, green screen shadow kick and get his neck broken in the first two minutes. That's not the same person! <laughs> but yeah, that's... Yeah. Scorpion is killed, killed by Johnny Cage. I say that because he's back in the second movie with no explanation. But... Yeah, right? Um... Then uh, Katana and Liu Kang have a match. And she says, to win your next match, use the element, use the element which brings life. Cheating. That is cheating. And um, <sighs> Liu Kang then proceeds to defeat Sub-Zero. Also, she's clearly playing favorites. Which is not how Sub-Zero was defeated. In the Mortal Kombat tournament. It's pretty, it's pretty messed up when you yeah. think about it. It's a pretty messed up death when you think about it. it. The death he had in the game is actually a lot more brutal. But... At the end of the tournament, which one would you prefer? To be impaled on an ice spike or be burned to death by a demon? Yeah, but he gets frozen after he gets impaled. Uh, at least, at least with the burn, he comes back as Noob Cybots. Not sure. Uh, Scorpion defeated Sub Zero. I'm sorry. What? Johnny Cage beats Scorpion. Yes. Yeah. Let's just make the two most popular characters grunts. You know, that, that'll that go over well for fans, right? It's like making Ryu not the main character in the Street Fighter movie. That, that's, that's the right Yeah, but thing that movie is gloriously shit. Oh, God. So uh, Shang Tsung has had enough. And he's like, hey, Goro, go kill people. Oh, boy! And Goro beats the shit out of everybody. And yeah, girl took a yeah, everybody. girl took a look at the box. I was a look of the third look who's talking movie and was pissed. <laughs> so he I'm fights sorry, is that is that too soon? Is that too dark of humor? So he fights that dude Art Lean. Yeah, you remember Art? He was 
That guy. And poor Art Lean. God. I'm sorry. Okay. What made him think he stood a chance? He had to have seen all the other matches with Goro. It might not have been his choice. I mean, no, probably not have been his choice, but... I wasn't. I bail. Forfeit. But, uh, Goro pulverizes this poor man. Oh, it's not even fair. And uh, he kills the guy. And then Shang Tsung takes his soul. Kind of kills him in a pathetic way, too. Just pop. It's like when Beerus karate chopped Goku in Battle of Gods. It, it's, it is very similar to that. Yeah, it just... Done. That was easy. All right! Who's... It's happy hour! I'm taking... I'm taking the dragon boat! Goku... Oh, my God. God damn it. I just said Goku. <laughs> this, this, that'd be a short movie with Goku. Goku would kill everybody on this roster. Da, but... da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Um, so Johnny Cage challenges Goro. This might be the smartest fight in the movie. And, um... It, Goro, it, Goro is a cocky asshole. I mean, every right to be. And Johnny Cage hits him in the nuts. Well, see, here's the thing about this fight. Cage knows he can't beat him one-on-one. Just There's only rolling. one of the main characters who probably could beat Goro in a fist fight. Raiden? No, Liu Kang. I, I don't even know about that. He beat Shang Tsung. Who's confirmed more powerful than, uh, than Goro. Uh, he's, Raiden just says he's more dangerous. That does not account for strength. I mean, in the games, Shang Tsung's more powerful than Goro. I don't know if that, in terms of brute strength, though, Frankie. I mean, he beat Shao Kahn. Okay, fair enough. And Shao Kahn's way stronger than Goro. Uh, I'll give you in the game, sure. Yeah, well, he beat... Uh, anyway, point is, Johnny Cage... Oh, God. Uh, after, you okay there? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay, he's back. This is after Goro made the decision of breaking the sunglasses. Those are $500 sunglasses. And Johnny Cage fucking jumps him. Well, because that was the only way he's winning. He's going to like, all right, get him in the nuts, and I need to get the high ground. Never <laughs> underestimate the high ground, folks. Yeah, Anakin. The high ground always wins. And uh, he kicks him off a cliff and calls back to the beginning of the movie. It's like, no, literally, yeah, he, he he jumps him. Because he and literally Gore, just made Goro blind with rage. And he, Goro doesn't have time to react because Johnny Cage outsmarted him. Yeah, that's the only way he was going to win. Yeah, he, he did it. He beat him. Johnny Cage is the best character in the film, guys. Which technically means Johnny Cage should be the champion. Yeah, right? Um, during that fight... So technically, Johnny Cage won the tournament. Yeah. 
And no one ever brings that up. Because we're thinking about the game's lore and not the films. Because in, in the game, Liu Kang defeated Goro. Yes. So, that's why I'm saying I think Liu Kang could have probably beat Goro. But, um, probably. But they, um, during that, Shang Tsung exercises his right to challenge. And he challenges Sonya. Oh god, this freaking scene. Okay, throughout the film, Sonya's this hard-ass cop. And then he just pulls her hair? Oh no! Save me! Save me! Okay, I really want to know what the hell happened. Now, granted, he just, like, I'm... sneak off and they're like, gotcha, bitch. Now, granted, I'm sure Shang Tsung is a lot stronger than Sonya. Oh, absolutely. Seriously, seriously, Liu Kang and her are standing next to each other. Raiden's not that far away. How the hell did Shang Tsung grab Sonya? What? I understand Raiden. No, Raiden should be able to teleport. He's not in a foreign realm at the moment. Yeah, Raiden would have been fine. So, they take him... Shang Tsung takes Sonya out. Did Liu Kang and Raiden just go to the side and smoke a doobie or something? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, Johnny Cage and Liu Kang follow Shang Tsung to Outworld because Raiden will lose his power in Outworld, which Get is you- canon. Thor, what kind of Highlander are you? I mean, that is actually canon, though. Like, True. he would, his powers do decrease in a. So, okay, fine. So they go, and Johnny Cage hates it there. Hates it. Oh, he's having he's having an anxiety attack. Even though he just beat a four-armed monster. But Liu Kang um, notices something's following them. Reptile. And he throws that stupid little creature into a statue. I don't get where they got this from. I'm going to repeat my rant from your video. What the hell are these statues? What is their purpose? How the hell if you throw something in it, they become alive? What the hell are these things? What, is, what I did think was cool is when he does turn into, like, the paparazzi. It does have the Mortal Kombat 2 reptile. Yeah, that is cool, but what the hell are these things? I... Don't They're know. literally littered throughout the pathway they're walking. That one just had to have been knocked over. What the... What are these things? I... I, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> but uh, Liu Kang, in one of the best fight scenes in the whole It movie, is the best fight scene in the movie. Liu Kang defeats Reptile. And it was completely a reshoot. This was not in the original sh- cut of the film. I guess they wanted a reason to throw Reptile in there. I, I don't Reptile, blame them. It's, the fight scene's brutal as hell. Reptile was a hidden character in the original game. So having him be like a hidden, like watching them from behind opponent is actually kind of a cool way to uh, carry that over to the movie. Yeah. And um, it's a nice fight scene. He actually does beat him with one of his attacks, the bicycle kick. Yeah, it's pretty it's dope. Makes no sense in terms of gravity or any of that stuff. Oh, Johnny Cage does his shadow kick in the movie, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, but it's more like in a 
bad compared to him teleporting into the nether realm. It, it, it looks like the shadow kick. Yeah, it, it does. Just let me have this. And now they, um, Katana's like, hey, 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 I'm gonna help you. And they're like, bet. How'd you so, get here? She's the princess of Outworld. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, so. Sonya has, is chained up by Shang Tsung. And Shang Tsung. In a, very, in a sexy dress, which is. Which is questionable, but not problematic. It's funny because that's actually pointed out by Johnny. <laughs> nice dress. Um, and Shang Tsung is essentially, hey, um, we're gonna fight. I'm gonna so, win. So, is this why Shang Tsung was so obsessed with Sonya throughout the film? He knew he could beat her easily. I mean, it's better than the alternative. That's why he challenged. That's why when um they revealed themselves, and um that's why he challenged Johnny Cage because he thought he had a better chance of beating Johnny Cage than Luke. No, Kang. he did not. But um, Luke Kang's like, nope, nope, nope. You're fighting me. Fuck you. <laughs> to be fair, if it was Johnny Cage, the fight would have been over quicker. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Liu Kang and Shang Tsung actually have, I think, a pretty cool fight scene. Fine. It's I mean, not, it's it's not going to top Liu Kang versus Reptile. That that's that's shit was fire. Well, th this was more personal though. Yeah. And um, there's a something that the second movie does not have is there's actually a progression to the fight. Like initially, they seem to be pretty evenly matched. Shang Tsung gets the upper hand. Yeah. And then Liu Kang stops blaming himself. Stop bla stops blaming himself for his brother's death and overpowers Shang Tsung. And they actually do the um the pit fatality from MK1, which is really And he beats him with the fireball attack. Why that scene is forever ruined for me by a stupid Newgrounds video. Oh my, I can fly! <laughs> he thinks he can fly. But Liu Kang defeats Shang Tsung and he says, hey, flawless victory. No, you took a lot of hits. That was not a flawless victory. You took a ton of hits, Liu Kang. Yeah, he did. But they, uh, uh, they... I feel like your health bar is almost at the end. So in this version, Liu Kang is the champion, even though he didn't beat Goro. But Johnny, so Johnny Cage is the true champion. Liu Kang yeah. just beats Shang Tsung in an unsanctioned fight. So they go back to Earth Realm while uh, Raiden's like, you guys did great, blah, blah, blah. Then Shao Kahn just shows up! This design of Shao... What were they thinking with this design? Shao Kahn looks terrible. Awful. Looks nothing like Shao Kahn. Now, he does say... A line from the game, you weak, pathetic fool. But then the movie just by Frank Welker. Then the movie just ends. Well, yeah, it's sequel waiting, and it's a badass way to end it. There's like, all right, bet. Dun, 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 dun. And none of you guys will be returning in the sequel. Well, two of them will. Yeah. 
So, obviously, if they were going to do a sequel, the villain was going to be Shao Kahn. Okay. Oh, it was obvious. <laughs> like, if you, you start with Shang Tsung, of course, you're going to second off with Shao Kahn. Fine. Um, all right. So, we'll talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation in 20 years. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I'm terrified to watch that again. Now, if I'm honest, right off the bat, this is a guilty pleasure movie at best. <laughs> but I can actually watch it and not hate myself while watching it. Not like the last fucking movie we reviewed. Never again. This does not, like, ruin my life at all. To be honest, if it weren't for this movie, I would never have gotten into Mortal Kombat. So, I have a lot to thank the movie for. I'm one of the only people that can say, oh, I got into Mortal Kombat because of the movie. People, kids in our generation can say the same. I mean, I... I it wouldn't surprise me. I, I don't know. Everyone I know besides us started with the games. Which is, you know, the real... Real Mortal Kombat is the games. Mm. But, like, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, you really should check it out. If you haven't already. And I do think the cast they got does a pretty good job. Like, uh, Christopher Lambert, for what they were going for, he he's fine for Raiden. Robin Show is a great Liu Kang. Hey. Did you die? No, I'm still here. Oh, anyway. Yeah, Robin Show. I think he did a great job as Luke King. Uh, Lyndon Ashby? Perfection. Perfection. Yep. Perfection. Uh, Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa as Shang Tsung. Oh, man. Bravo! Bravo, sir! He did so good, he actually plays Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 11. Bravo, sir! Yeah, so he did great. Bridget Wilson, I mean, she's fine. As Sonya. Yeah, Sonya's just kind of a one-note character. There's not much she could Bridget Wilson could have done with it. So, uh, Talisa Soto as Katana's, I mean, again, fine. Katana's not that big of a character in this movie. Yeah. Like, she's Katana because they say she's Katana. But she does nothing that Katana does. True. Which is true for both movies. Um, Trevor Goddard as Kano. He did a pretty solid job, I think. He's hamming it. And um, But this is the version that Kano is based on from here on out. So get used to it. Scorpion's <laughs> of Zero Arms characters. I'm not going to get into that anymore. I hate it. I hate what they did to my boy. <laughs> Again, reptiles just kind of there. Yeah. And Goro I th is voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, I believe. Yes. Who was Captain Gantu in Lilo and Stitch. And pretty much, if you ever seen any vo animated thing, he's a voice in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. <laughs> He's in a lot. Yep. Um, but, I mean, I think if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, you really probably should check this movie out. 
Oh, I love this movie. This is not a guilty pleasure for me. I wholeheartedly love it. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he loves it a lot more than I do. Um, this movie's great. I can, I'll sit down and watch this anytime and just have the biggest smile on my face. Oh, that's good. I'm happy you have that. Me, <laughs> I think it's a guilty pleasure at best. I don't hate it. And I can actually sit down and watch. I do have a lot of nostalgia for it. And it has aged better, especially after the new Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. But if I'm going to watch a Mortal Kombat... I recently, Cop, I recently watch, watched that. If I'm going to watch a Mortal Kombat movie, I'm going to play MK. So. Mm. Now, um, Anthony. Yes. What is our next podcast going to be? Well, we're going to do something a little different next time. Um, we're actually, I actually had this idea of doing a top 10 list for us of theme songs for cartoons or any television show that we grew up on. Because I've always wanted to do something like this because I don't want to just always talk about film, do film summaries and make jokes like that. Okay, um, that's fine. That'll be a little bit of a shorter episode, I think. But yeah, that'll be next. So don't bite me. And then it'll be my pick for a movie. Yep. And we will announce that one after the theme songs. Yes. So before we go, we're going to do our content creator shout-out as we do. Yes. Anthony. Who do you have to shout out? I'm pretty much going to shout out the person that got the interest in podcast for me. And I know for Annalise, uh, Tony Goldmark, a.k.a. Some Jerk with a Camera, a.k.a. Escape from Vault Disney. Him and his friends watch, watch random stuff on the Disney Plus app, and they talk about it. It is the genesis of this very podcast. Oh, God, really? Yeah, so go check out Escape from Vault Disney on any on Spotify or anywhere else you can get you can listen to a podcast. All right, um, I'm going to shout out, uh, since we're talking about Mortal Kombat, I'm going to shout out a guy who does a lot of Mortal Kombat. His name is Caboose. He does game reviews, reactions. Um, he talks about Mortal Kombat, Spider-Man. Uh, Injustice, a lot of gaming stuff. So if you're into Mortal Kombat or anything like that, check his channel out. Alrighty, guys. We will catch you next next week for our, our top ten theme song episode. Woohoo! That's going to be hard to pick what song we're going to put in the opening. Um, yeah. That'll... Shit. <laughs> I'll have to figure that one out. Yeah, good luck with that one. Yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good one. Take it easy. Good night.